Gitin Daf Mem Aleph, the last thing we were doing, we were discussing a Mishnah where an Avid that was an apotiki for other people, meaning his master owed other people money, and uh, he told them, if you can't, if I can't pay it back, you'll just be over the Avid. And in the meantime, the master freed this Avid. It makes sense that the Avid doesn't know anything, but for the for the sake of fairness, the, the way of the world, we make the master free him, give him a get shihrur, and the the Avid now owes the original, the second person, uh, the money, the person who lent out the money. He owes him the whatever he, the worth is. And a bunch of Gamdel says, no, the original master frees him. And that master owes the person he borrowed from the money, and that's it. And with that, we are starting Mem Amud Bet, six lines from the bottom where the Gemara is, where it says, Avid uh, quoting the Mishnah. And the Gemara asks right away, Mi Shihiro, who let him go? So Amarav Rabori Shon, the original master, let him go. Shurat Adin, and it make and Rav explains the the rest of the Mishnah. It makes sense that in Avid Hayav Klum, the Raboshani doesn't know anything to the uh, to the lender. Kidraba, like Rabba said, Amarava Hekdesh Hametz Veshihrul Mafki Ain Midesh Abud. If there's an apotheki or someone owes someone something, and there's some sort of connection, let's say he was Makdishit as a korban. Or let's say Hametz on Pesach. You owed someone Hametz, and also Pesach came, it's not mine anymore. Vishihurur, or in this case of the Ayved, where you made him apotiki and then you let him go. In these three cases, Mafkiain Midesh Abud, it cuts the, the connection, meaning there's not apotiki anymore. Even if he is an apotiki, he's done. And the Tosafot explains because in all of these situations, you're, the, the person is only getting whatever the apotheki, he's only getting uh, it from the day after or the moment after the man can't pay anymore. So it's never really his. It's not his from now retroactively. No, it's him going on forward. That's the big Tosafot trying to prove it. But either way, the problem is, just for the sake of fairness, we're worried that the the, the second master, the, the person who lent them out the money to the original master, he'll find him in the shuk somewhere. I'll start screaming in public, you're my slave. And now we're worried because it's not nice, because now the people are going to say that his children are avadim, and it's, it's, not, it's just going to, not going to be nice. Therefore, Therefore, we tell the second person, listen, make him a free man. And the Avid will write, I, uh, I'll pay you whatever I'm owed uh, to the second master. And there's an interesting Yamshel Shlomo who says that, no, uh, he has to pay him back what he's worth right now if he's sold as a slave, because that's what officially was taken away from that second man. Interesting. Okay. Rabban Shimon Megamlel Omer En Ha'eved Kotev The Ha'eved is not the one who writes Shadamav Ela Meshachrer Kotev The original master, he's the one who has to write that he has to pay. And Bema Kamiflagia, what's the Mahlok between them? Between Hachamim and Rabban Shimon Megamlel. So the Gemara says Bemazik Sha'abudo Shel Havero Kamiflagia. The Mahloket is if I ruin uh, the loan that's supposed to come back to the, to uh, to someone else. The Morsabara bunch of women held the Hayav. If I know someone is going to get paid this cow and I kill the cow or I do something to the apotiki, who's Hayav? According to a bunch of women, you ruin it for someone, you have to pay him. That's a real loss. 
or more so when hachamim held patur. No, uh, at the end of the day, you're hayav. Uh, you, you we made a deal, and the deal cannot be kept, and therefore he's patur. Rather, the Ayyavid himself has to pay the money. Eitmanami, and we have a, a Braita to say this straight out. Mazik, Shabudoshul Haverov, a person her, damages something that's supposed to go to his friend. That we explained in our Mishnah. And here's another explanation to our Mishnah. Ula Amar, who let him out? Raboshani, the second person let him out. So therefore, Shurat Adin, since the second master let you free, and Ayyavid Hayav Klum, a mitzvot, he's not Hayav Klum in mitzvot, because the second master is worthless right now. Right now he's still by the first guy. The problem is, people are going to start saying that he's a Ben Horim, the, the second guy freed him, but is he by the first guy, second guy? We don't know. Therefore, Korfinet Rabori Shon. We force the first master to write against Shihur, ben Hori makes him a free man, and the Ayyavid says he'll pay whatever left of the, the, the loan for the original master. And Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, No, the person writing the Shtar would be the person letting him go, the second person. And therefore, the loan has been dismissed. And what's their mahloket between Hachem and Rabbi Shemar according to Ula? When I damage something that cannot be seen, that more savar, Rabban Shemar Ben Gamliel holds, you ruined it, and therefore you have to pay for it, and therefore the second person has to pay the first person, the original master, and therefore there's no more loan. Omar Savar, Hachamim Hal, listen, if you damage something that cannot be seen, Lo Shemehezek, that's not called a ruining, and therefore the second person doesn't owe anything to the first person. And the Avid who was freed, he's the only person enjoying right now, he gives the, the, from his own money. And Ula, my Tamalo Amar Kerav. Why didn't Ula explain Suyalak Rav? Amar Laks, Ula explains to you because what Rav said. Is a problem. How do you call the second guy his master if nothing happened yet? Why didn't Rav say like Ula? Because he has a problem with Ula. How do you call the second one a Meshachar? He can't be Meshachar him. And therefore, the, the Mishnah wouldn't make sense if you called the, the second person a Meshachar. And itmar if a person made his sadeh an apotiki, which means that if I can't pay, you could just take the sadeh, or payment will be from this land, nahar, and the river came and ruined it. Ami that's his name, Ami, that looks nice. Amar He cannot take what is owed to him from other property or from other things, rather, he lost his money. The father of Shmuel said, "Gove nechasim." He could be gove. He could take money from other property, other things that the the the, the borrower has. And Amar of Nachman by Yitzchak, "Mishum da Ami Shapir Naeu Omer Shmata Dela Shapiran," is because Ami looks nice. He's saying things that don't make sense. But Nachman didn't understand why can't he go get from other uh, from other properties. So 
Rather, to Targem Shmata, you have to explain what was Ami Shapirnai talking about. The Amar Le, where the borrower told the lender, When he made it in Apotiki, he said, You could only get what, uh, what I owe you from this property and nothing else. Meaning, if something happens to it, uh, you lost uh, your money. And Tanya Namiachi, we have a bright that may says that. The house says, if a person made his field in Apotiki to pay back money that he owes to someone, and the river damaged it, he could go to other properties and take it. However, if he told him you could only get from this property, he cannot take from other property. And Tanya Idach, we have another Brayta. If a man made his field an apotiki for someone who he owes money to or his wife's ktuba, they both could be govin, mishane chasim, they could go get the money from other property, meaning he could sell it, but he still owes them the money, at least from other things. And at least it helps that if he didn't sell it, he could get this one and he can't tell him to go a different one. He has to at least start with this property, the one that he made the apotiki. could be gove from other property. However, isha ina gova A woman cannot is not going to be gove her ktuba from other properties. Rather, she goes to the person who bought that field and she takes it. Why? Because it's not the way of a woman to go from one betin to other to try to figure out what's owed to her. Rather, if this was, if this land was written in her ktuba, she goes to the, to that person who has it, and she takes it, and let him go figure out someone else. Because if all the lands were connected to her ktuba, now she has to go to betin and figure out who owes what. And that was not the way she got married. When she, when he put that land in her ktuba, she got married on that condition that she doesn't have to run around. But they didn't need to try to figure out what happened. And Tosfot explains that that's why that original cell that a husband sold that piece of land that was in the ktuba, that, that mechira wasn't even hal. It didn't even count. Now the next Mishnah is the famous one, Mishi Hetzio Ayved Vehetzio Ben Horin, a person who's half Ayved, half of Ben Horin, he works for two people, then one of them let him go. So he works for himself one day, and then the next day he works for the master that he that still owes half of him. Betchamai says, You fixed uh, his, the master, he didn't lose anything, but you didn't help the Ivid. Because he's half Ben Horin. However, Bat Horin, he can't marry Bat Horin either, because he's already still half an Ivid. Okay, don't get married. Not to get married, but the world was created for, for procreation. You have to have children. Those who didn't leave, uh, didn't create the world, so we just leave it as is. No, we want you to to have people over here. Because the way of the world, just to be fair, we force his master. We make him free. And this Ivid has to pay back that second master half of what he what he's worth. And Beti went back and they agreed with Bet Shamai. And Tosafot clarifies that yes, if you would have married a Shifha, 
he still he wouldn't be able to do Perulvu because the children from uh, the those uh, the Shifha is not counted as children. The, she has no uh, Yehus. And he explains that at least you would have got the Loto Huberat it's a part of it. Okay, maybe not Jewish children, but still it would have counted for something. Meaning, if it was if he was able to marry a Shifha, at least he would. You know, we can't force that second uh, that second owner to free him. But here he can't do anything. That's why we're forcing him. Now the Gemara starts. Person freed half of his slave. Rabbi Omer Kana. Rabbi says he's free to go completely. He's not free. The machloket between Rabbi and, and Hachamim is if there was a contract that says you're half free. The Rabbi Rabbi held. We're going to learn out of a Shifha Harufa. Now, Shifha Harufa is a woman who is half a shifha and half a free woman, and she's engaged to an avid ivri. And anyone who is with her has to bring a korban asham, ve'ish kishka ve'tisha shechvazea, ve'ish shifha necharefet le'ish, ve'hovda lo nifdata, ve'ohufsha lo nitana, means she's half freed, half not free, somewhere in between, then you would have to give a korban, ve'havit ashamo, and so on. If she was completely free and he was with her, she's an arusan, someone would be hayav mita. But uh, over here, since she's uh, half-half, the kiddushin don't really count, but it counts a little bit, therefore it's just an asham. So again, if it was the shtar, ribi held v'hovdeh lo nifdata, or hufsha lo nitan la, and it shows you about uh, 50% uh, free, 50% she's still a slave, and makish shtar lekesef, and we're going to compare the shtar, the, the paper, to the money, ma kesef ben kulo ben the same way, money can free her either completely or half. If she pays back half her money, then the same thing. me, same thing with the contract. The ben kulo ben you could free someone if, if you could free half of someone with the with the contract. They learn it of la la from a woman. It says over here, uh, and it says by get uh, so you have la la from isha ma isha hetzialo. You can't uh, divorce half a woman. Af eved na mi hetzialo. Same thing. An eved you can't free half an eved. About bekesef when it comes to money, debrea kol kan according to everyone he could buy himself halfway. Peduya ve'enepduya and same idea with the shivha she could be uh, freed halfway. So with a star which is like a get you can't do halfway, but uh, when it comes to money you could. So again, according to Rabbi, one agrees money you could buy halfway. The shtar is mahloket. According to Rabbi, it works because he compares it to shifha harufa. And Rabbanan uh, compares shtar to uh, get of a woman. And you can't uh, divorce half a woman. And the Gemara says, okay, according to Rabbi, lema let's say the mahloket of Rabbi Hachamim is the more savar hekeshad father Rabbi held that a hekesh comparing two things is better than a gzera shava, or more savan hachamim held gzera shava if the gzera shava is better. So the Gemara says, "Lo dechul le'alma gzera shava if everyone will agree that gzera shava is better than a hekesh." And Rashi explains because when you're doresh from the actual extra word in the pasuk. Then it becomes like the pasuk itself. It becomes like given to Moshe from Har Sinai. It becomes so strong. 
The only difference is Veshani Hacha over here, Legabe Fring Hafen Ived, the Ikalimifrach, this Gzera Shava, you could ask questions on it. In general, you can't ask a question on a Gzera Shava. Gzera Shava is ironclad. It's given to, to Moshe from Harsinai, passed over from one rabbi to, to a student, uh, and going then all the way till the, the Gemara. So you can't usually ask. But the problem is when there's a Hekesh that is going up against this Gzera Shava, Tosfot explains, then you could bring up this question. So over here, there is a question because if a woman you, she can't pay her way out of a marriage by a slave could pay his way out of slavery so now that's Rabbi's Shita the Rav Yosef Amar Rav Yosef holds the machloket between Rabin Hachamim is no bekesef. It's uh, not even shtarit. The machloket is bekesef. Let's say he gave fifty uh, percent of the money of his worth to, to his master. There be savar vehovdelo nifdata peduya veena peduya means she's fifty percent free. Verabanan savre dibra Torah kelshon bene adam. The Torah spoke in the language of human beings. It's like. Uh, as if to say she's freed, no, she's not. Meaning nothing happened. But when it comes to shtar, and everyone will agree that nothing happened because it's worthless. Because the same way a woman cannot be half freed from her husband with a get, the same thing with an ayved can't be freed halfway with a get shahrur. So now the Gemara asks of Yosef. We learned them by the time. Shachar chazi avdo b'shtar. If a person freed half a slave with a shtar, Rabbi Omer kana. Rabbi Omer says he's free. Hachamim omrim lo kana. Hachamim say he's not free. And the problem is to uftah that of Yosef to It's a problem to of Yosef because we do see that they did argue with the shtar. So the Gemara continues to ask. So maybe the machloket is with the shtar, but when it comes to money, everyone will agree. So So now, it sounds like they're not arguing on kesef, and they're arguing in shtar, and it's a problem on Yosef twofold. It sounds very like Rabbah, actually. So now, Rav Yosef would answer, Now their machloket is with shtar, and the same machloket when it comes to money. So why they arguing the To show you how lenient Rabbi is, that even with a star he is going to let the guy halfway go, let him free halfway. So So why don't we argue in Kesef and show me how Mahmir the Rabbanan are? The Gemara It's always better to discuss. The more lenient opinion, they have more to prove, and therefore it's easier for the Tanah to bring that up. Now, the Gemara is going to bring a proof to Rav Yosef, Tashema. It says, Maybe she's free completely. She's not free. Okay, maybe she's completely not Nifda. Maybe she's still an Ived. How's it possible? Peduya venapduya. She's free but not free. Bekesef ubshave kesef, meaning what happens? Someone gave money or worth of money to her master. Ve'en liela bekesef. So I see that she's free only with money. Bishtar minayin. How do I know that she could? You could give a shtar to her and let her go. Tamud lomar ve'avdelon if that. Oh, chovshalon itan la. 
ולהלן הוא אומר, וכתב לה ספר כריתות, לא ניתן לה, כתב לה ספר כריתות, מה להלן בשטר, the same way with a woman, you could free her by giving her a שטר, אף כאן, same thing with a שפחה, בשטר, you could give a שטר, and she goes out free. And the Brayta continues, אין לי אלא חציו בכסף או כולו בשטר. So I learned that you could free this עבד either by paying half his worth or giving a שטר that's going to completely free him. חציו בשטר, מנין, how do I know I could half free him with a שטר? תעמוד לומר ועובדי לא נפדת, חופשה לא ניתן לה. מקיש שטר לכסף, we're equalizing שטר and כסף. מה כסף בין כולו, בין חציו, the same way with כסף, you could free half of him, the full thing. אף שטר נעמי, same thing with the שטר, בין כולו, בין חציו, you could have free him, fully free him, we'll do whatever you want. So now the Gemara says, בשלמה לרב יוסף בתר דאיתו תו. According to Rav Yosef, who said that the argument is whether in shtar or in kesef, haman, you could say that's Rabbi. He, it's according to Rabbi, who says that whether it's a shtar or kesef, you could uh, have free uh, the, the the slave. But according to Rabbi, who holds that with money, even hachamim agree that they could have free a uh, slave. Resha divrakol. It sounds like the resha, which is talking about money, is according to everyone. Vesefa, which is talking about star, it goes only according to Rabbi. Now you can't be half half a brayta like this, half a brayta like that, half a mishnah like this, half a mishnah like that. It has to usually be one derech. So Amal Chaba, Rabbi tells you in yes, resha divrakol, vesefa Rabbi, and there's no problem. Another she Amar Rabbi, you know the entire brayta is according to Rabbi. That whether it's kefsef or shtar, you could uh, free him halfway. Rather, Rabbanan just argued on him when it comes to shtar. And in this braita, we didn't mention Rabbanan at all, period. Okay. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to ask a coin to Rav Yosef. With the Mishnah, it said that someone who's half an Ivan, half a Ben Horin, Rabbah could say, the guy paid half his worth, and that's why he's half free, and it goes according to everyone. Right? Because she thought Rabbah is perfect. Rav Yosef, but according to Rav Yosef, or Hachamim said that even with money, you can't buy halfway. Why don't you just say that it's Rabbi and not Rabbanan? And then just say that you don't hold that way. Amaravina, no, we're talking about Be'evet Shal Shene Shutafin. Our Mishnah is talking about an Aiv that belongs to two people, not an Aiv that was half freed. Fedivrakol, that even according to everyone is considered half free because everyone only had half a ownership on this Aiv. So when you freed him, you freed everything you own in him. So something like that does not exist by Isha, so you can't learn Zashava. It can't be one woman, two husband. It doesn't work like that. But with a slave, it can be owned by two people. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.